What's happening, writers, builders, and Trials fans of all kinds? My name's Shogun, and welcome to the first ever episode of the Trials Radio Podcast. Today, I'm going to be talking to two of our newest hires from the community on the Red Links level team, and a little bit later, we'll be talking with Mikhail Godard, also known as Eno, give a little bit of insight into behind the scenes of uh, development at Red Links. So first up today, we've got Obscene Freak and Rashan VB. How's it going today, guys? Good, good. Hello. Thank you. Good. Good to be good. here. Yeah, Excellent. Happy to have you. All right. So uh, so let's like launch right into it. Why don't, uh, why don't you start by telling me when you started building in Trials? Uh, I started building when Evo came out, like a couple months after the release. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's basically it. Right now? Obscene Freak? Uh, I started building on HD when you had to earn it. <laughs> <laughs> you had to build. If you needed something, you had to build it. You want a tree? Build a tree. You want a car? Build a car. Yeah. Custom like, objects yes. everywhere in Trials yes. HD. And small file sizes. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. All right. So along those same lines, uh, where'd you guys learn to use the editor? How'd you learn uh, to get better? Um, for me, I learned it in Evo or Evo, the basic editor, started out with that one. Started out with, uh, well, what's explained in there, like putting in stuff, how everything works. And uh, after that, after a while, started going on to the advanced editor, learned all the stuff in there, how to work with all the operators and data sources and whatnot. And, uh, well, some stuff I didn't know, didn't understand at all. So I just went on YouTube, find some tutorials you guys made, listen to all of them, and uh, basically, I, le- I learned a lot from that. And from that, from those YouTube videos, I like I just tried something in the editor and right on. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I was. I mean, I started on HD, so um, YouTube is what helped me. But that editor was so limited on what you could do. Right. It was pretty simple, and so uh, a lot of my early tracks were, you know, really dynamic, had a lot of moving stuff going on in them, and then, uh, you know, jumping into Evo, uh, it was a lot different. Yeah, it's a whole new ballgame. It, it was completely different, and it was it was actually pretty tough, and I would definitely say I'd still, I don't really have the, the hang of it. Um, there's a lot of things that I can do, but sometimes I have to sit there and really think think it through like wait well, how am i going to connect this what am i supposed to do here right um that's so, for me one of the most fun things yeah. about it like yeah. you get an idea and you have to figure out how to make it work yeah it, yeah. it feels good yeah. when you can pull it off usually i don't pull it off and i just go on youtube and find somebody that has <laughs> <laughs> definitely definitely and uh kind of going on that a little bit more we were chatting about this before we got started here but like as you were learning did you did you try and like incrementally kind of improve your tracks kind of like try something new in one track and then try something new after that or uh or you just just go right at it and try and do everything at once uh no not for me like i started out with basic stuff and then i tried to do some rotating stuff for example and i uh well you need a data source for that and i played around uh, with it for a while like learn how everything works like the types of uh lines you have in the data source right and uh yeah well like yeah uh, uh, <laughs> crap <laughs> well you go yeah i mean i i like on hd i went all in and made some insane track that had everything going right. on in it elevators yeah, yeah. drops everything break in explosions 
Um, and then I kind of toned it down and then going on Evo, uh, I just kept it pretty static for the first few tracks. I didn't really do a whole lot right. with, uh, you know, logic and stuff like that and animations. Cool. All right. So last question about, uh, kind of your building history and like, uh, and like building in general, but like, what do you got, what drives you to build? Why do you keep building tracks? Like what really attracted you to building tracks and trials to begin with? Um, I think for me, basically, I like the game, so I just wanted to uh, extend the playtime of of the game itself, and um, it's it, it's a way of being like creative, and you can do a lot of things with the editor. So um, I ba- I basically like concentrated on making just trial tracks, uh, but I've seen like people doing insane things with it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, for me, it was just kind of a creative outlet type of thing. Um, and I, I like, you know, sharing stuff and having people play it. And, right. You know, they get enjoyment out of it. Usually, it's not all the time. <laughs> you know, sometimes they're just like, what did you do here? This yeah. checkpoint's terrible. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's just a fun thing to do, something to pass time. You know, rainy days, you can't get out. Right. So, it comes you down the, too. Jump in there. Kind of. For me. For me it yeah. depends. Like, it depends on the the track though. Yeah. yeah if yeah. I'm if I'm building like an extreme track, I'm not calm. Like, <laughs> I'm pretty angry because it's just it's, to me it seems like there's more testing involved when you're doing an extreme track, and maybe that's just because of my writing abilities, you know, or lack of. So it's just it's always harder to do that versus um, like a hard or a medium or something. Yeah, I know what you say. Yeah, for me, I I think I test my tracks always like the same amount. Yeah, maybe extremes a lot more because maybe yeah they're a lot more difficult so you have to yeah. make sure that everything flows right. you have everything to do right. more iterations on those checkpoints to yeah. make sure it's yeah exactly mm, it's going to be cool yeah if you can dial in that extreme where you can get it where you can still speed run it but it's really tough and technical uh th- to me like that's a, a nice reward to to achieve and get right you don't always get that yeah sure. for me i always i will if I test a track, I always want to make sure that I can zero fold it myself. Yeah. And for extreme tracks, that takes a lot more time than if you want to zero fold on uh, an easy track. Or right. Something. Cool. All right. So moving on a little bit, getting a, getting a little more to the present. Uh, so what was it like for you guys when you got the call to potentially come here and, and uh, work with the level team? Yeah, I got a I got an email, and I, I watched it. Uh, I read it. And I didn't believe it. <laughs> I basically thought that one of my friends were messing with me. <laughs> <laughs> like they know that I'm playing trials. Yeah. And uh, so I'll just, well, let's see. Let's Google that name. So I found out like it was like a real person. <laughs> so I decided just to mail, to reply to the mail. Yeah. And, uh, well, I came here. It was, it's, it's really fun. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, I mean, I couldn't believe it. You know, I was like, "What? You know, what is this?" And right. I, I was kind of something I would, I was hoping would happen eventually, and uh, you know, like secretly, I would tell like friends and family, like, "Hey, one day this might happen. It could happen." Like, right. You know, but I didn't know if it was ever really going to happen. And you know, when I got the opportunity, you know, it was still kind of a, you know, "Hey, you need to to test and see how well you do." And um, you know, I, I made it. I guess. Right. Yeah. So it was cool. It was pretty crazy, though. Yeah. Yeah. I remember for me, because I got hired from the community as well, but like way back in the day when we played things a lot looser than we do now. And uh, I actually got called directly on the phone by Auntie Amba. Okay. And you know, you know his accent. 
and everything. So like I was on my lunch break at work, like in the car with a bunch of my buddies from work, going to going to get some lunch, and I'm in the back seat trying to listen to Amba on the phone, trying to understand what he said, and like hang up the phone, I'm like dudes. I think I just got offered a job in Finland. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and, uh, and yeah, the rest is history. That was like six years ago now. Awesome. Awesome, man. All right. So, uh, so now along those same lines, so now you've been hired, you've come here, you've been working for a little while. What's it like being at Red Links, being in Helsinki and, uh, and working on a game? It's, it's awesome. Yeah, it's awesome. It's, I can't really describe it other other as like being awesome. It's like you're getting paid just to just to do have fun, yeah, and like yeah. do what you want to do. So yeah. it's pretty right. cool. I thought it'd be colder. Uh, yeah, yeah. To be honest, yeah like, I, I, was... I thought winter was going to be brutal. I kept hearing how brutal it was going to be, and it was a pretty it tame winter yeah. this year. Yeah, I was pretty like, disappointed with. Yeah, I was, I was hoping like minus as well. minus thirty or something. something. Yeah, something. <laughs> I mean, minus thirty is cold. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was I was I was expecting. That's what you were worried about. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, I wasn't worried about it. I was hoping. Right on. I've never been in those kind of temperatures. Yeah. yeah. I I mean I was hoping it was going to get really cold too. I don't know about minus thirty cold, but well, I'm, I wanted well, it to be 20, like really cold, and it never really got there. Right. So yeah, it yeah. was really weak winter this year. But enough about the weather. <laughs> so. uh so one more about working at Red Links. Uh, how does working on the level team here at Red Links differ from when you're at home building your own tracks? It's it's completely different. It's uh, like at home, if you want to build something, if you have something in mind, you just do it. And at some point, if you're stuck, you j- just can start over or do an- another theme. And here, it's like they got a vision. Uh and you build in that vision. You can't just do something else. But then, like that's not. I'm not saying that's a negative thing. Uh, it's it's just a different thing. Uh, but the feedback you you're getting here, it's so incredibly better than at home. I mean, it's yeah for me at least. Like I I never like uh, let my test let my tracks tested by other people. I did maybe once or twice. Yeah. And uh, here you just get like immediate feedback if you want like oh no that's not really what we want or this looks way better it's 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 a lot you learn a lot from it cool. from being here yeah i mean at like at home you have a lot more freedom you know yeah clothing optional yeah, yeah. <laughs> optional, whatever you want to do yeah. but you know you won't at least for me you're not going to build the best track that you're going to ever build in your life until you come here and you're surrounded by other people that are really talented and help you and give you directions and right. give you feedback that you would never think about. Like, I would never think about some of the things that I've heard since I've been here. So to me, that's just the biggest difference is you have a lot of support and you have a lot of creative people saying like, hey, yeah, that's cool, but this could make it even better. Right. Yeah, definitely. Awesome. Well, that's all the uh, official questions I have for you guys today. So is there anything you'd like to say to your friends, your followers from the community while you have this opportunity? Uh, you can go first. Yeah, you know, obviously, I miss all my friends and family. It's been uh, kind of hard to talk to them and stuff here, but uh, you know, I'll get over it. I've seen them my whole <laughs> life. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, I, yeah, friends, family. I mean, they know I'm here, so yeah, <laughs> that's it. Basically. Awesome. Well, thanks a lot, guys. I'll let you get back to work, uh, and, uh, and then we'll move on. We'll be talking with uh, Eno in just a moment. All right. All right, and we're back, and now I'm here with Mikhail Godard, also known as Eno on our forums. 
Welcome, everyone. All right, so let's jump right in and uh, maybe give us a little bit of uh, about your history in the games industry. So, I people know and here I am French, so I come from France. Um, my first job in the industry was Ubisoft Montpellier. I was an associate producer, uh, mainly on the technical side. I worked on uh, a middleware, uh, a physics engine inside Ubisoft, and I also worked on Rayman Origins. Uh, Great game, so, that Rayman Origins. Yeah, I really love it. Uh, then I spent a year and a half at Rare, uh, the Microsoft studio, working on Kinexports on the new Xbox One and everything. Was very interesting to work uh, at Microsoft when the Xbox One was going to launch. Uh, and then I went to Ubisoft Kiev, where I started to work on trials and built the team there for that. And then I joined here um, at the end of Fusion when we started uh, Blood Dragon, and now. Cool. So, uh, so we're up to now. So maybe uh, tell us a little bit about your current position here at Red Links and uh, and what that involves. I am a producer. That's involved producing. <laughs> um, what is it? It's a position where it's expected that you lead people and project. Um, you're responsible for the outcome of the project. So you make sure that. Everyone works as well as they can, and that all together you do the best possible thing. Globally, that's the job. Then that can be done in a lot of different Many, many different small tasks throughout yes. your day. And, you know, it involves a lot of talking with people. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so speaking of talking with people, uh, why is it that uh, it's interesting to you that we uh, that we want to involve community more in uh, in our future plans for the trials brand? I think that uh, we want to embrace the fact that trials is a community based game, and we do the game for the fans, for the players, and we want to keep doing that for a long time. And we believe that earlier you get feedback more you can react and more you can adapt and do a better game. So I think it starts to grow more and more uh, in the team that it's a very fun, interesting and rewarding way of working that helps us to just be better all the time. Um, and we, I think now we started that we don't see us doing it any other way. Right, excellent. So uh, now, obviously, like we can't give away a whole lot here, but maybe we could talk a little bit about the development process, maybe like a high-level view of how we we uh, attack projects. Yeah. So all starts by um, we have an idea and we want to do it, and we have people to do it. Uh, you know, we define concept and idea, a take on something. We work a few months to kind of mature a little bit our concept. We validate that. When the concept is validated, we do what we call a pre-production. It's a few months of work where we do the game as a vertical slice, where we have a little bit of everything that shows what will be the game experience, that shows how it is different from everything else. Once that it's done and that it validates our idea, our concept, said, okay, the concept was great and the uh, vertical slice is really uh, full of potential, 
let's now do a full production. Then we are a lot of people for a year or more where we actually do everything in the game. So we extend uh, the vertical slice is usually a few levels. Then you do all the levels, all the features, uh, all the, the interface, the front end, everything. Then uh, when we finish that, we reach what we call alpha. It's when you have all your content, all your features, and that you need to uh, polish it and debug it. We reach beta, where everything is working as expected. We don't change the feature anymore. We just uh, fix what are the most important uh, things. And then we ship, and that's when the game starts to be live and when we have all the post-launch support, where we try to support the community, listen to feedback, uh, improve the game. Awesome. Thank you. That was very nice. Very nice overview there. So one thing that I know is going to come up a lot in this Trials Garage program as we move forward is talking about priorities. Like everybody's got great ideas, but we can't do every great idea that we get. So maybe you could give us a little bit of insight into how we set priorities when we're working on a project. That's one of the complicated parts of development. Uh, you have always much more ideas than what you want to do and much like many, many good ideas and you can't do everything. So you have to find um, what are the ideas that are having the most impact on the project you're doing. And then when you have these ones, you find what are the most efficient ones to do. If you get some features that are like, it would be great to be able to do some levels in multiplayer with other people. And then you find out it's years of work. Okay, maybe we can use this years of work and do something else that has more impact. Um, so it would be the type of discussions we have inside the teams and trying to find, okay, we have the choice between that or that. What do we think is the best thing to do? Right. So it's a balance of, like, what's the impact? How much work does it take? How many, like, uh, how... Well, I guess it's kind of like those two things are the main things, yeah? Yes, it, it, it is that. Uh, it's like the, the value and the cost. Right. Uh, but obviously, it's not like you get two numbers. No. You compare <laughs> numbers, right? It, it, it's... It's, it, it also depends, for example, sometimes um, for some features, you need a certain set of competencies and you have a certain limited amount of availability of people with these competencies. Right. So it's also a matter of, okay, we can't do everything with about that. You have to choose. Right. Um, so there is that. Um, there are also, like, what is the risk? You know, like a good idea, two good ideas. One is like, it's going to work for sure. It's clear. It's great. And the other one is, yeah, probably it's going to work. Okay, we probably take the less risky because it's the same value for the same cost with less less risks. Right. Um, so a lot of things take into account. Uh, it is extremely frustrating daily because right. that means you have to agree that this very cool thing you are talking about that you imagine in your head and that like you can't wait and you already see players using it. You're like, no, we are not going to do it. <laughs> and that's frustrating for everyone. Right. So that's... One of the, the biggest things um, in, in a dev team and for new people, for people who join teams, uh, junior or, or people who come from other industry, that's one of the hardest things to get is why we don't do that. Right. So, yeah, uh, a big topic. And even when you have developed several games, the topics come back as hard as everything. So, yes. Cool. Well, that is all the official questions I have for you today. Is there any message, anything you'd like to say to the people listening at home? I'm really excited that we talk to our community. 
that we establish some channels uh, to be able to exchange, that we give them visibility of what we are doing. Uh, I hope that we will get some questions and some input from them that we can answer and discuss. Um, well, I know that we have discussed that, we haven't talked everything today, but just the beginning and there are a lot of cool stuff to do. So, yeah, I would say to the community, please get in touch. Right. Be involved. Be involved. Um, so that does it for our first episode of the Trials Radio podcast. As Eno said, make sure you check out those articles, engage in the forum conversations, fill out our surveys, make sure that your opinions on the trial series are heard so that uh, we can uh, use them as we move forward and, uh, and plan the future for the trials brand. Uh, I've been Shogun. Until next time, we'll see you on the leaderboards.